Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and joining me as always are Ken Hester and Jamie Buford. How are both of you doing today? Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. You're doing good, Ken? Yes, I'm doing great. Wonderful. Feel good. Wonderful. Uh, get ready to go on vacation. I Ooh, know. Nice. And to somewhere that makes me very, very, very That's right. Envious. Disney, here we come. I yeah. love Disney. Disney with no kids. I That's mean, even better. That, what? Oh. It's like an adult oh, wonderland. Yeah, man. you're getting ready for that. And <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to Myrtle Beach for a volleyball tournament. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm not getting ready to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, you did that. go to the I did. homeschool a conference. conference. I went to the school conference. <laughs> was that? Is that an it Amish was, country? Was it every, or was that? <laughs> was it everything you hoped it was going to be? It was everything I thought and hoped it would be. Yep. Cool. Well, cool. good. Super refreshed. Good. Great. Super ready for. We might do show. a future podcast on that. Maybe. Can we? No. <laughs> They're both shaking their heads. No. no. Okay. Now, unless we get a massive outpouring from our listeners, yes, listeners we, we will need a lot of comments. We will need, need, need a lot of comments. Well, so. in our current <laughs> culture of school and of schooling from home and virtually, yeah. there are a lot of new homeschool. But families. I think there's a difference between parents who choose yes. to homeschool their kids and then parents who are full on homeschool, Correct. like actual in the. Correct. The homeschool, the, the homeschool community. community. I am a legit homeschooling family. Got it. But. But I do think there are a lot of new actual homeschooling families sure. after 2020. Yeah. And by the way, to those that do homeschool, we're just kidding around. We value. Yeah. They are just joking. All right. So again, <laughs> <laughs> make sure that you are uh, liking, caring, sharing, and commenting on this podcast as well as well as, well as rating sharing it. Is so caring. yeah, there you <laughs> go. These comments. I'm always looking get forward to the comments from this get, podcast. Always gotta, this always gotta get that in. So yeah. But hey, we are in part two. So today is part two. So for anybody who are still listening to this podcast two minutes in, uh, you're in for a great podcast of part two that uh, came from a great, great thing about asking the right questions. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to part one, if you just jumped on to this podcast, push, stop, go back, listen to last week's back. podcast. Gain some context. Yeah. We right. talked about four questions last week. And so we're just going to jump into it yeah. since part two. And so Ken is leading the conversation. So last week, you want to just ask, just give us the four questions real yeah. quick from last week, and then we'll jump into the new four questions yeah, really, for this week. Yeah, really quickly. Again, these are asking great questions, either in an HR hiring um, perspective or in a one-on-one perspective. This gets you a layer deeper into conversations around staff, around future staff or current staff, and the culture that you're creating, the culture that you have, and whether or not they're a good fit. So the questions that we asked uh, last week, and again, all these questions will be in the show notes for you. They'll be uh, worked up for you in a group setting as well as in a one-on-one individual setting. But we talked about dealing with difficult people and how to handle conflict management. We talked about resilience. Um, we also talked about initiative and drive and leadership recruiting. So those were the, the major uh, categories that we discussed. We had questions that obviously accompanied each of those categories, but we're going to go dr- dive straight in today into the last four questions, last four categories. And uh, we had some fun last week. You have no idea what these questions That's are. Right. We are uh, we're, we're going true hiring mode right here. You have <laughs> no it. idea. Right. So I'm going to give you the overarching 
theme and then ask a question directly related to Excellent. it. So uh, we're going to go into uh, section five here of these questions, which is learning and teachability. So Andy, I'll start with you. All right. Learning and teachability. Um, I'm sure you came with a particular, you've come uh, to the organization with a particular way of that you like to do things, mm -hmm. right? So talk to me about how you've had to change some of those things to fit in with the current culture. All right, good. So let me just rephrase it so I understand it. Mm -hmm. So coming into a new system or a new organization, what have I had to relearn or redo mm -hmm. based to match the new culture coming yes. in? Got it. Um, I would say for me, it's probably pace. Uh, my pace is much faster mm -hmm. than the current, and this is very real even for, for this role, not even <laughs> make-believe, but my pace is pretty quick, and I can grab a hold of concepts pretty quickly and run with them pretty quick and so to slow down and make sure that everybody else is coming along with on that is definitely um, something to I always have to keep in mind and remind myself and there's there's several real-time examples of that and so uh, a little plug I'll put which is also for listeners to just kind of deviate a little bit but uh, we kind of started initiating the whole Kaizen attitude and mentality, mm -hmm. which was formed, you know, whatever, 50 plus years ago, I think it was around then um, in Japan. And so Kaizen, it's not a term we came up with, but it basically means continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. But in order to implement that, it, it puts you into steps and processes that slow you down a little bit, uh, which is good. And mm -hmm. so we've implemented that in several areas where historically, probably we would have just made a decision to start running with it. Mm -hmm. And then there would have been gaps or holes or issues along the way. Well, now it's slowing down to test it out, to check it, to mm -hmm. make sure that everybody's on board, to bring everybody along with. And so I think that's really helped the pace there. So that's yeah. my... Wonderful. That's my Wonderful. And again, for our listeners, this is going to seem like, okay, one question and we're done. We're moving on to the next question. But that's just for our podcast. If you need to dive into that mm. question deeper in your one-on-one right. -on -one or in oh, your yeah. hiring process, right. there are multiple follow-up questions. And you'll see that even in the show notes. Again, there, I'm asking one of multiple questions that you can kind of go deeper. You can peel off layers. Um, as Shrek would say, I'm like an nice. onion. Right. There's, there's different yep. layers right. yep. for that. But uh, we want to be able to give you just a taste of what that looks like and an example of what that looks like. And then you can go in in deeper layers in your one-on-ones and your hiring processes. So nice. uh, the second category we're going to talk about here is emotional intelligence. Okay. Are you ready for some I'm emotional ready. intelligence, I'm Jamie? <laughs> um, impress me with your emotional intelligence. Oh, All right. So um, here's, here's a question. Have you experienced any frustration in your role or relationships with the team since you started? Hmm. <laughs> I definitely did look at Andy this time. <laughs> wow. Hey. Wow. The um, tension is palpable. <laughs> not, not for me. I have. Yeah, I have. So um, I would say, and actually not just Andy, I've worked for lots of pastors over mm -hmm. my years at Crossroads, many, many, a lot of the pastors on our staff. Mm -hmm. And each time it's like there's this, you might want to call it a learning curve or there's this like period of getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And that maybe that first year, what makes each other tick, what causes frustration for each other and, and what you need emotionally from, from each one. So I'll use a different pastor as an example, cause I do have a really good <laughs> and I won't use names. Um, but I did work for a pastor once who, when he came on staff, my expectations for what he was going to bring to our department 
mm-hmm. didn't align with what he thought he was coming in to, to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of expecting and needing more from him. And he, that was causing this friction between us because he, he was like, that's not what I'm here to, to mm-hmm. offer. And so we went through a, peer, a couple of months of, of difficulty and we actually wound up having a conversation. I'll share this little part because I think it's funny. Yeah. Where he wound up saying, uh, listen, Jamie, I'll come you come 90, I'll come 10. Mm. And I, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I think that was a little bit extreme, but through different, he, he had me have some conversations with his wife, with just different people of kind mm. of learning how to just sort of be amongst the, the yeah. person that he was that was really helpful to this day. Today, we have a great relationship. That's He's cool. still on staff. I don't work for him anymore, but we have a wonderful relationship. Mm-hmm. But yes, we had some difficulties in the early months. Yeah. Managing that. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So again, you can figure out from an emotional intelligence standpoint where Jamie is on that scale, how she handled that and how she's to handle, handle future interactions with people. And uh, again, there's follow-up questions to help you with emotional intelligence, but want to give a, get an an idea of how they would handle difficult situations. So thank you for answering that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our next category is results focused results focused. So Andy, I feel like we have high standards. One of the things that we talk about as an organization is that we are excellent. We want to lead the way in excellence. How have you had the opportunity to go above and beyond on something that you were assigned? And tell me a little bit about it. Ken, that's pretty much every day. <laughs> that's, a, that's an everyday occurrence here uh, to do that. Oh my with, goodness. But I would say for me, I'll, I'll just give a pretty simple answer. I would say for me that when I lead meetings or leadership conversations, that I think every time I probably do more than anybody probably does, meaning like a presentation, handouts, they're not just on a white sheet of paper. Like I take time and actually create. He does. Create like things that are appealing and mm-hmm. graphically appealing and not just here's four bullet points on a paper, but right. to actually put it in and actually do a, you know, make it look like I put some time into it because mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and to have that prepped and ready to go. So always handing things out or having things on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie, how many this packets have you made over the years Hundreds. of like, you know, <laughs> thousands probably, thousands. you know, where we're like, for example, like for a meeting I had, I think it was two months ago, I could have just summarize on one sheet but instead we ended up making like a 12 page booklet for the elders yep. i think it was you yep. know yeah yeah and Colorful it's like graphics, yeah, it's, yeah a title it's, cover page it's binded it's got binded, binding on it and it's bound. like you know I, so i think for me i think i like those little touches and so that's just mm-hmm. a, a small simple one that mm-hmm. you know it's very true yeah it's great taking it to the next level and again mm-hmm. going beyond what the right. maybe the expectation of that mm-hmm. was and saying all right i'm going to take on a personal kind of Personal mm-hmm. excellence, personal right. responsibility, mm-hmm. to uh, not just have not just be results focused, but go above and beyond um, providing uh, something of excellent. So yeah, yeah. manner. So that's great. That. All right, here we go, Jamie. All right, spiritual strength. Okay, spiritual strength. Okay. So, um, can you give me John MacArthur's four steps to? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh. So. <laughs> I saw you got so nervous there. She was like, 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 what is <laughs> happening right now? The theological, theological background to the Old Testament. That's awesome. No. Um, tell me about kind of your typical 
um, your typical weekend, your typical week, and and how you spend time with God. Ooh, interesting. I've kind of changed what that looks like recently. Like I feel like I've learned how to study the Word of God kind of to the next level, I think, from what I used to do previously. So I'll just share what I've been doing recently is um, I've been taking one book and studying that book for however, I mean, if I study, so I'm in the, I'm in the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. If that takes me all year, that's okay. If that takes me six months, if that, I've been, I've done John chapters one, two, and three, probably for the last two months. And wow. I'm still in, I'm still in three because I'm just reading, rereading the chapter maybe multiple times, then mm-hmm. looking for different various commentaries, studying those, any kind of resource I can find that's about that John chapter one. There's a podcast I'm listening to that goes through each book. He just mm. kind of verse by verse, he breaks each, I think each podcast episode is like a half of a chapter. Okay. So I'll read the half of the chapter and then I'll listen to his podcast and then I'll reread, you know, so just, just really just taking my time and yeah. just meditating on that or absorbing that. Um, and then I try to, to talk about what does it look like throughout my whole week and with my weekend and stuff. I try to bring those same like study, that same study technique to my kids mm. and my family. So e- every evening when we're doing family devotion or family time, I'll share, I'll do the same thing. Let's read this first part of John chapter one and then let's talk through it. And this is what mommy learned today when I was listening to the podcast or this is what I, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I have a follow-up question. Okay. Should be should be pretty quick, pretty easy. But this is one, again, um, when, you're, when you're talking to somebody that you're hiring, mm-hmm. you're talking to somebody that's on staff to get a good gauge of where they are in your organization. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a, the first question was a little bit more personal, trying to figure out where they are spiritually. Okay. Um, but the, then this one is more directly toward your organization as a, as a church. What energizes you about being part of our church? Oh, yeah, I like that. Well, I think that I've, we've discussed this in the past about me. I'm highly relationally driven. Mm -hmm. So my favorite part about my job or being here on a Sunday or whatever it is, is just getting to engage with people. So my job might have nothing. I'm not leading a specific demographic of ministry Mm -hmm. who I lead as our administration department. So it's pouring into those ladies or, or fellows, whoever's on my team. But it's that running into so-and-so in the hallway mm-hmm. and they just wanted to share something with me that's going on in their life and just listening or offering to pray with them through that or whatever. So it's just making relational connections absolutely energizes me. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yep. That's awesome. So yeah, th- those are, again, the the eight questions and, and it, they start with something specific. Uh, it's an acronym there. So if you wanted to use them, I call them drillers questions, right? Drillers. So dealing with difficult people, resilience initiative, leadership, recruiting, learning, emotional intelligence, results, and spiritual strength. So if you want to think through the drillers questions as you're, again, hiring, you're in the hiring process, or you're in a one-on-one process, you're trying to evaluate where your team, it might not be a weekly one-on-one that you're having and going through all these questions, but it may be quarterly, it may be twice a year, where you just want to dig a little bit deeper, peel back a few layers, and make sure that you're you're going in the right direction with your, your current staff and or future staff. So hopefully these were, were great questions for you to self-evaluate as well as evaluate the people that are around you and working for you, working with you. So thanks again for listening to this podcast, and we're excited just to continue to share some insights in different ways on One Big Thought. 